This podcast is brought to you by Glintz Media. Glintz Media, an endeavor to educate people and improve perceptions. Assalamu alaikum world and welcome to my corner of it. May peace and blessings be upon all those who are listening near and far. I hope you will sit back and enjoy my voice for just a few minutes as we try to explore this wonderful world we live in under the crazy circumstances we have put ourselves in. Yes. Welcome. Today, I thought we would talk about being unperfect in a perfect world. And, uh, you know, we're all trying to uh, reach that point of perfection, you know. And sometimes we take a little bit overboard, and that's... We just take a little bit overboard, and we shouldn't do it, you know. Um, we get so involved in, in things that, that, that really aren't important and, and don't really need, you know what I'm saying, don't really need the energy that you put into it, you know, because really once something's happened, you know, like they say, once the bell is rung, you cannot unring it, you know, so you just have to deal with the circumstances. I'd like to welcome uh, myself and my dear brother Musab, and we're just going to kick back for a few minutes and, you know, you know, kick the bobo and, uh, you know, and work on this little puzzle that we just uh, put out here, you know, try to put all the pieces together. So what were you saying about the, the perfection and the, uh, to be perfect, to be, perf- what is it, to be perfect in Perfectionist. Uh, to, be, to be unperfect in a perfect world. Yeah. I like that. I like that very much. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because the it, world it is, is a perfect. Perf- it is a perfect world. Yes. Um, every single detail to the to the bottom of it, yeah. and uh, we are imperfect, and that's part of the perfect world. Yes, is that we're is. not supposed to be perfect? No, we're not. Um, we're so not I, I like that. Yeah, that's that's very uh, it's very important to keep in perspective, uh, especially as Muslims, right? Yeah. Uh, we are told by 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 Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that we are supposed to be imperfect. We're supposed to make mistakes. No. Um, and if we didn't make mistakes, then we might as well be angels and uh, just move on with life. No, no, no. Oh, that's, so. that's so true. Um, you know, because the thing is, right, uh, not even the Prophet Muhammad, you know, peace and blessings be upon was perfect. That's correct. He was correct in the things that he did regarding the religion, but regarding the dunya, you know, he was human. He was, he was a human being, right? exactly. And he, he made mistakes, you know. And he had, I mean, he had disagreements with his wives. And uh, um, and sometimes in, in giving worldly advice, like when uh, the people, like, right, he, come, he came from Mecca, right? And uh, he came to Medina, right? Which these guys, were, you know, these guys were farmers. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and they were splicing the dates, you know. They were doing something that, splicing the dates, so like putting something with something else. They were putting two dates or something together. And so they asked the prophet, you know, well, should we do it like that or not do it? 
And I think I don't I don't quite remember how he said he said not to do it or he said to do it. But when the crop came, you know, it wasn't uh, the way it was. They wanted it to be, and they came and they said, "Well, look, what's up, man? You know, you know, we Didn't asked you." you know, he said, he, "He said, well, look, you know, I'm not a farmer. You know, he said, you know, when it comes to advice for the dean, yeah, but when it comes to advice for the dean, yeah, I'm human. You know, I got to find that hadith so I can read it right correctly. But and, it and was he, a little bit more, a little bit less like that. Yeah, and he you know? always listened to advice. That's another part of it, yes, right? He did. Yes, he if did. If I make something, if I'm, I, I listen to people who know better than me." I don't have to uh, be perfect, and I uh, I just move on and uh, learn as I move on, right? No, no, no. And uh, subhanAllah, no. this is something that we always, you know, forget uh, when we uh, when we deal with things and we 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 make mistakes. We we sometimes take it too hard upon us, or sometimes we just don't care, and that's not yeah, you know, right either. It should that's, be. Yeah. That's the reason we got to stay on the middle path. Correct. And and it's so important, you know. It is so. It is so urgently important, so very, very, you know, like last drop of the bottle, you know, of water that you're drinking when you're thirsty important that we try to understand this deen, this religion, the way the Sahabas understood it. You know, that is the key. And I tell my students so many times, you know, that is the key. The key is understanding the religion the way the Sahabas understood the religion. Not on how you felt that day when you read that ayat, you know, and you got inspired, you know, um, but how the companions got inspired by reading the hadith, by understanding the hadith, so that we can understand it the right way, you know, because. You know, the reason why we seek refuge from shaitan when we open the book of Allah, right? We open the book of Allah, so they say, why do we have to seek refuge from shaitan? Because he can jack you up. He can jack you up with the truth. You know what I'm saying? Turn your head all around. And you're thinking, you know, you're thinking you're doing something good. and you People looking at you like a clown, right? Because you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. And, and you know what I'm saying? You're making a fool of yourself and everything else. So we have to understand, you know, the, the religion the way that the companions understood it because the Prophet, alayhi salam, he explained it to them. And so therefore they understood it. And the way they understood it is the way that we should understand it, not the way we think or we feel that we should understand it. You know, because you get, you know, you get some of those ministers, right? Not I'm going to push on the ministers, but, you know, he wakes up, you know, you're talking about, and the Lord, and the Lord, and the Lord came to me today. And then, the Lord came to you today, really? And he told me, reading from the Bible, he said that he meant this and this and this. He said he said all that, did he? Really? You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, um, well, yeah. Well, it's yeah, part man. of being also humble, um. Yeah. Just, just to learn from, uh, learn from and, your uh, mistakes, from yeah. your mistakes, okay. and also to learn, as you said, the, mm -hmm. the right way. Uh, it's not about just learning. Um, you you got to learn the right way, yeah. and, and that's how you improve. And uh, you know, I, I do utopian studies. I teach utopian uh, literature um, mm. at school, and one of the things that we always talk about is there's no such a thing as utopia, right? You can never reach utopia, but that doesn't mean that you don't try mm. to mm. improve yourself. Mm. Mm. And with every mistake, you become a better person, yeah. and you move on. 
and you move on and then you know until you know you meet your lord so yeah, that's well something should, i yeah, yeah, definitely so that's something i you know like imperfect and uh, yeah it's just it's just part of being imperfect no 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 um yeah that that makes a lot of sense you know but a lot of people don't understand that and the other catch to it a lot of people don't learn from their mistakes yes that's other part yes you know uh because they're trying to be perfect and because they think that they're perfect therefore when they make mistakes they blame it on others right so they blame it you know it really wasn't my fault it was the teacher's fault because he made the test too hard you know i, I mean i studied but you know he didn't put down what he was supposed to put down he should have made it he should have made the test like this but instead he made it like that see so it wasn't my fault that i failed you know it was like the teacher's fault that i failed you know so we end up blaming everybody for our mistakes and we don't learn from our mistakes because we think that we're perfect but we have to understand that we're not perfect but living in a perfect world correct and we should always be ready to step back take a deep breath and then move on by you know, and learn the right way and move on with it indeed yes. indeed you know we have to step up you know and that's the thing about what they call being mature you know yes. that you're able to you know to admit okay i made this mistake okay now how can i correct it and how can i not do it again you know and uh, that's how it should be you know that's how we should live our lives you know yeah that's how we should do it yeah true yeah and this hadith um the the one that uh, the sahaba the followers of the prophet the companions they went to the prophet and they asked him you know they said oh prophet you know some days we are you know we feel very good we do good things uh, we don't make mistakes or we don't sin uh, but then other days we just you know uh make the mistakes and we we do terrible things and uh we feel that we are somewhat hypocrite and um and this is hypocritical how could we fix this so rasulullah sallallahu alaihi said this is exactly you know part of being human if you did not make single mistakes or if you did not make mistakes if you did not sin allah will probably replace you and send other people who make mistakes or who sin and then they repent and fix the problem and move on um and um, you know with the Muad ibn Jabal he's also a very famous uh, one of the sahabis he um you know sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said you know if you don't uh Muad if you don't if you don't you know uh, if you as human beings don't sin Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would take you up and replace you with people who sin and then they do istighfar and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive them right so it's this cycle of going up and down of making mistakes is a normal cycle it's part of being human it's part of this perfect world no 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 because you know we have to realize that and the reason why we we say subhanallah is that Allah subhanallah he's above what we can imagine so whatever we imagine him to be he's above that you see what i'm saying and the thing is that he he loves forgiving you know he loves forgiving like you love breathing You know you like breathing? Yeah, of course you like breathing, right? 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves forgiveness the way we love breathing, you know. And, um, yeah, he said, you know, and if, if we didn't, he would wipe us out and put another creation that would seek his forgiveness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he loves to forgive just like you love breathing, you know. How do you understand that? You know, just stop breathing and see. <laughs> I mean, I think that would bring the right understanding to it. Allah loves, he loves that, you know. And there's a there's a hadith that, uh, it's a really beautiful hadith. I really love this hadith. And and it's uh, a part of uh, um, the 40 hadith, uh, Nebali. And he says, um, it was recorded by... Uh, Ibn Anas Ibn Malik, he reported that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, exalted, uh, Allah the exalted said, O son of Adam, if you called upon me and placed hope in me, I will forgive you without any reservations. O son of Adam, if you were to sin, piled up to the sky and then asked for my forgiveness, I will forgive you without any reservations. O oh, son of Adam, if you come to me with enough sins to fill the earth, and you were to meet me, now check this out, you were to meet me without associating any partners with me, I will come to you with enough forgiveness to fill that earth. Wow, that's deep. That is deep. That is, that is, that is deep right so he's saying you know that you know so you, whatever problem that you have and you know you you do it and then you say god i can't do it again and you know habits are hard to break brother you know and some some of us are carrying some really heavy some really heavy ha you know habits you know and um and that's shaitan's trick because he you know he says he gets you to the point that you know you've done it, you did it, you did it, you did it, and you and he says, Shaitan comes and say, Hey, you know, now you done did it a thousand times, man. You think God's gonna forgive you? God ain't gonna forgive you, not possible. And then, of course, then what you lose hope, right? Because he says, You know, place your hope in me, he's saying, and then but you lose that hope, right? You lose that hope, and then you stop coming around the masjid. You stop coming around the Muslims and you just fall right back into that old routine that you were in before you became Muslim, you know, and you get lost and turned out, you know, lost and turned out. And so, uh, yeah, man, you know, we got to hang on to that, that Tawheed, that belief in the oneness of God. Which is so simple, but yet so complicated. You know, so simple, but yet so complicated. Yo, uh, man is back there waving his hands and he's saying the clock on the wall says that's all. And it's time for us to get out of here. So until next time, peace. Assalamu alaikum.